Hellenic Radio. 1422 Medium Wave. Information. Innovation. Communication. Welcome listeners of Hellenic Radio. My name is Chris Theodosi and today we are excited to have on our show Barry Kaganson, who is the founder and CEO of Aurea Senior Living. Barry, welcome to our show. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Uh, Barry, please tell us ab- about yourself, how you became involved in Aurea Senior Living and your role in this exciting project. So, Chris, I've, I've been in various property businesses probably for the last 15 years. Um, and uh, in about 2010, I was involved in quite a large um, student housing business. And around uh, 2013, um, my grandmother actually was living in Cape Town and she was in her 90s. And my family were trying to get her to, to go into a retirement village. And uh, she just refused because she, there, were, there weren't any that were, that were attractive to her or that were appealing to her. She felt that it was a, a step down out of her apartment where she was living to move into a retirement village, even though she was getting a bit frailer. Mentally, of course, she was 120%. But um, she felt that uh, it was a compromise on, on her life to move into these places because they just weren't appealing in any way. There was nothing drawing her into them. And I realized that that dynamic was, uh, was detrimental as I, as I saw her getting older. And, I, you know, your life tends to, to shrink a bit as you become less mobile and as you become in need of more assistance. So she stopped doing a couple of some of the things she would normally do, like, for example, playing bridge on a daily basis. She stopped and this, that and the other. And, and I thought there must be a better way uh, to, you know, for older people to live. And because of my experience in the student housing space, I had, I had some experience in terms of uh, an operating business with a, with a strong property underpin, which really is just what a retirement village is. Um, so I started looking at the industry and I realized that the problem I was seeing with my grandmother was, was a, a much bigger problem. And that South Africa was quite behind the rest of the world um, in what I now call senior living. And we'll get onto that a bit later. But in the senior living environment, South Africa was quite behind the rest of the world in terms of the product that was available here. And certainly the, the amount of product that was available to meet the, the, the demand, which, as everyone knows, is increasing as life expectancies increase and as people's dependencies increase. So I started looking at it as a, as a business and I realized there was a significant opportunity. Um, and uh, to cut a very long story short, I founded Aurea Senior Living in about 2016. And uh, shortly thereafter, we acquired our first um, uh, continuing care retirement village in Johannesburg called San Serino in Bryanston. And we, we, we acquired that from Sunlam. And um, our business has grown uh, as, as, as you as you would know, we've got something in uh, very exciting on the on the golf course in uh, on the Royal Johannesburg Golf Course. But we have a few communities on a national basis, and we're, we're expanding both in terms of acquisitions and, and new greenfields projects, which are all very exciting. And this golf course development is, is is one of them. So that's just really really how I got involved. It was just seeing a problem and uh, realizing that there was a better solution to what there is on the market, and then just trying to get some scale to that so to be able to provide a good product to the people of South Africa. Oh, brilliant. That's fantastic. I see the Royal View development. It's a lovely little setting there on the golf course. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm a golfer myself, but, uh, you know, as people get older, they've got, they've got something exciting that they can do. You know, just the, the, the entire setup there at Royal View is phenomenal. If you can just give us a little bit about Royal View, um, Barry. Sure. So, so the Royal View development is a, is a, continuing care, what we call a continuing care retirement community. And um, 
really what, what that means is a, a community that offers fully independent living as well as various types of assisted living and care in, in one place. Um, most of our residents are completely independent. So, so I think that the, the idea a lot of people have of this, you know, in air quotes, these old age homes is certainly absolutely not what we do. So this is an environment where most people live completely independently um, with all the hassles of day-to-day life taken care of by our on-site team. Uh, so really, it's, like, it's kind of like, if I can put it very simply, it's kind of like living in a hotel where everything is taken care of for you if you want. For example, maintenance, security, cleaning, et cetera, et cetera. To the extent that you want, our teams will take care of it. We have concierge services. We have multiple dining options on site. We have multiple amenities such as cinemas and bridge clubs and hairdressers and, um, as I said, multiple dining areas, coffee shops, um, a wellness center with um, a, a gymnasium, physiotherapist, biokineticist, an indoor swimming pool, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, also a concierge for residents to, to sort out um, issues on a day-to-day basis, if they need a shuttle to the airport or whatever the case is. So, so really what this is, is is hassle-free living. And we, we tend to think of it as a as an enhancement to life for older people who are fully independent, but, um, you know, don't, don't want to be involved in all the day-to-day hassles that, that you and I would have, for example, living in our own houses and, and, and running our lives on a day-to-day basis. We take care of that so people can focus on other things in life. Of course, a very important aspect of this is, as, is, and why we call it a continuing care time community, is exactly that, that continuing care. So as one ages and if one's needs change over time, um, we, we can provide all the assistance and support that is required uh, for older people. The statistic is that uh, people over the age of 85, 40% of them require assistance with two or more activities of daily living. So activities of daily living would be, for example, meal preparation, personal hygiene, bathing, dressing, uh, medication management, et cetera, et cetera. So about 40% of people over the age of 85 require assistance with two or more of those on a daily basis. So that's, that's an important thing to know, that when one is moving into these communities, if one gets to a point where, where one needs this type of assistance, it is available, including what, what people generally call full frail care or dementia care, it's also available on site. So the important thing about moving into a continuing care retirement community is that um, – one can live completely independently until such time as one may not be able to, and then everything for you is still available there without you having to move in a community that you know and provided by people that you know, because, of course, the staff that are there, um, everyone would, would be familiar with them. So that's the concept of what we're doing. The actual Royal View development itself um, is a very exciting development. As you know, you, you alluded to where it's located, on the Royal Johannesburg Golf Course, which is one of the premium golf courses in Joburg. I'll confess that I'm not a golfer at all. I've been told that it's one of the best courses in Joburg, but I can't talk from personal experience having played the course. But I can't, personal experience I can talk about are the views that will be uh, afforded to residents living here overlooking the golf course will be magnificent. The, the community is a, a, an apartment-style community, so it's three stories of apartments. So of course, from the top floor, the views are magnificent, but also from the ground floor they are because it's, it's built on the top of a slope overlooking the course. And uh, I spoke about the, the facilities that we'll have on site in terms of dining and recreation, movies, gym, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, we'll have full generator capacity on site, backup water, full security, and, of course, the peace of mind of knowing that whatever care is needed um, it, it, it is or can be provided on site. So it's, it's a full comprehensive lifestyle offering for all the adults. Um, it's certainly in line with global best practice in terms of how these communities are built in other countries. 
it's quite different to, to what's out there on the market in general terms um, in South Africa. And it's a very exciting product. And we, we, we very, um, we, we're greatly looking forward to bringing this to the, to the surrounding community. Oh, excellent. Sounds very exciting. Um, Barry, I just wanted to clarify for our listeners, if you can just uh, give us the difference between senior living versus a retirement village. I don't, I don't think many people know the difference between the two. Yeah, that's a very important point. Uh, it's quite a subtle difference, but I'll explain really what it is and why we use the term senior living. So, so we, we talk about senior living and not retirement because um, moving into one of these communities is, is really about the stage of your life um, and not simply about retiring, but it's about a different set of needs and lifestyle choices, which are defined by happiness, security, peace of mind and health. And, and what I mean by that is retirement itself is generally a financial term. So, so if I can just work it into a, a practical day-to-day example, is that somebody can be 50 years old and retired. Okay, it means they've stopped working and they've accumulated sufficient capital or however that they don't have to work for the rest of their lives. Does that mean they should be living in a senior living community? Um, in my mind, no, it doesn't. But take the other extreme, someone who's, for example, 85 um, and is still working. Should they be living in a senior living community? Absolutely. And why is that? Because um, the hassles of day-to-day living are, if they want, taken care of for them, as I, as I said earlier. And secondly, should they need any additional care or support, which it could, could happen at any time uh, when one is of a certain age, it, it is there and it's available to them 24 hours a day, seven days a week, very, very short notice, in other words, immediately. And that is really the reason that people move into these communities. So the, the fact that you work, you may be working or may not is not really an arbiter or determinant of, of, where you, of, of if you should be living uh, in a senior living community. It's actually your age. It really is your age. And the global average of people moving into these communities, and the same is exactly true in South Africa from my experience, is 78. That's the average age of people move into these communities. And I remember people moving into these communities are fully, fully independent. Um, so that's really the difference between senior living and retirement. And if I can take an example of one of our residents, uh, we have a resident who is 80, he actually happens to be 85 years old. He's a um, orthopedic surgeon and he works uh, four days a week actually um, in Santon area. And he lives in our senior living community. So he, he's not retired, but he absolutely should be living in a senior living community and he will acknowledge himself that it's the best place. He, he will say it's the best decision that him and his wife ever made in their lives. Um, but he's not retired. So, so the, the word retired is a bit of a misnomer in this context. Also, if one looks in the dictionary, uh, if, if one looks up the word retirement or retire in the dictionary, it actually says um, to put something out of service um, or to, to, to withdraw from service is exactly what it says, to withdraw from service. Now, I don't think anybody wants to think of themselves in that way. Um, when one gets older, even if you're no longer working, it doesn't mean you're withdrawing from service. I think you can, the, 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 the key is to still live a, a, a very meaningful and engaged life, even though one is not necessarily working. Um, and and the, the word retired actually in a way says you're not doing that, which we don't agree with at all. And I'm sure 99.99% of our, of course, I can't speak for everybody, but I can tell you 99.99% of our residents would agree with that statement I just made. And that's very important. Oh, that's so interesting. It's so interesting to, to see that even though you get older, it doesn't mean you're slowing down or you're changing your ability to still want to live and to contribute and so on. And that's why I think that senior living tag just gives all the people that 
that that light that hey man i'm still contributing i can still be in an environment that's still alive and and can offer me so much and i think people don't understand that that difference between the two that's it that's exactly right so I, the environments that we create in our communities are not environments where you feel like you walk in there and you feel that you know this is a place for and i'm doing the air quote thing again for old people in that perception that a, a, a retirement village, if I can call it that for now, must be somewhere where it's all quiet and sort of, you know, demure and in a way, I, I guess, depressing. Some of them are, and that's the perception that people have. And the perception they have, the reason they have that perception is because a lot of them are like that. Yes. But our, our communities are, are very vibrant places where people are up to a lot of things every day and there's just a, you know, there's a great atmosphere and a great vibe and people actually want to be there. They want to hang out there. Uh, people, Our residents, friends and families want to spend time in our communities with them because they are just nice places to, to hang out, to be honest with you. And there's a, there's a complete um, or, or diverse um, uh, social and wellness program that happens every day where people have engaging um, activities to take part in, such as exercise classes or uh, documentaries or guest speakers or art classes, or whatever it is. But people are constantly engaged. And ultimately, that's what people want in their later years, especially when they're not working and they have hours in the day where they, where they want to occupy themselves and they want to be social and they want to be, you know, maintain their wellness, they have the opportunity to do all that kind of thing. Definitely. I guess the next question that I was going to ask you just follows on from what you've said, where it says there's a hesitance from older people to move into retirement villages. And why is this, and is it justified? And I think you've answered it, but if you just want to elaborate on why older people, you know, have that hesitancy to move into retirement villages, do you, do you want to just clarify that, uh, Barry? Yeah, so it's a, it's a very good question, and, and it's absolutely right. There's a lot of hesitancy, um, and there's, there's a few reasons for it. The first one is the perception, which often is the reality, that, that retirement villages are, are somewhat slightly um, depressing or boring places to be, which I think globally, if you look at why that industry is ahead of us in South Africa, they're certainly not that in any other country in the world, the newer ones, and certainly our communities aren't that either. So I think that's a perception that's out there that needs to change. Um the other one is, t- take, for example, like food in a, in a senior living community or in a retirement village. People generally think that, um, that uh, you know, the, the food that you eat, if, if you are not um, cooking for yourself, if you want to have a meal, um, the perception is that the food's really bad. That's a perception. So, so in our communities, we employ top chefs. In fact, uh, our chefs have, have uh, been in charge of um, catering at, at literally top hotels uh, in Johannesburg, actually. Um, and they provide uh, meals for residents who want to eat in our in our restaurants and dining areas on a daily basis. So, so people are really getting top class meals, um, beautifully presented, um, uh, pre- prepared by by top quality chefs on a daily basis. Now, that's something that you know that's like a paradigm shift in thinking because most people, when they think retirement village, they don't think that. Um, the other the other issue, which is probably the most important one, is a lot of people see moving into a senior living community as the start, uh, and this is totally incorrect. I'm just going to preface what I'm saying, but but this perception is totally incorrect, and I'm going to say what the perception is anyway. The perception is that people move into a retirement village, and that precipitates the commencement of a gradual decline. Okay, That's the perception. It's it's actually not true at all. If one looks at statistics, um, it's it's not the majority of people who move into a senior living community and end up needing full-time care. In fact, it's, it's, it's a minority of people. So this, this um, perception of this decline that's going to start when you move it is absolutely not true. In fact, 
Um, we look at it the opposite way. We, we look at it as someone moves in, living in an incredibly social environment with the day-to-day hassles of daily life being taken care of by our staff or our team. And in doing so, one's life is actually enhanced. It's actually the opposite. You actually move in and have a better life than you had before. Your lifestyle doesn't decline and neither does your health. Um, of course it may, but that's a physiological thing. And if it does, you know that the requisite care and assistance that you need is on hand um, at very short notice. And that, of course, gives you certain peace of mind. But it's certainly not a, a you know, a, 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 there is no guaranteed decline. And that's the fear that people have. And that's what they think when they move into these things. But the truth of the matter is you move in and you're living an engaging lifestyle in a, in a beautiful environment with, um, with with a community of people who are your friends or who become your friends, and um, it's, it's kind of like living in a in a hotel, um, if I put it that way. So so your, your life is absolutely enhanced. And people who move into senior living communities like what I'm describing, and I'm not, I'm not saying only ours, there are plenty of them out there, um, will will always say this was the best decision we made. We should have done it earlier because they recognise that. Um, it's actually had a positive impact on their lives, not a negative one. And the negative one, unfortunately, is a lot of people's perception about these things. And that's based on, um, you know, a history of of retirement villages that were built very differently and operated very differently to what the current standards are uh, based on global best practice and based based on how certainly how we run our, our business. Absolutely. It would be great to have some testimonials of people that have moved into these senior living developments that you've got and just to get their first hand view of you know what it is it's it's a step up it's a it's like you said it's just the perception of people um compared to retirement villages uh, uh, and, and when you compare that to your senior living and they've got that experience and it's enhanced their lives and i think that's what it's all about as people get older they they fear in a way that their quality of life is gonna is actually gonna lower or it's, it's going to go down. But in these senior living mm. communities and in these senior living developments, their quality of life is actually maintained. So we'd love to do a testimonial at some time, perhaps maybe interview, uh, you know, people that are living there. And yeah, we'd gladly put it, you know, onto one of our platforms with pleasure. Yeah, we'd be, uh, I, I'm sure we can, I'm sure some of our residents would be more than happy to, to come and chat to you. I think that the other thing, you, you just mentioned it now, and I wanted to pick up on it, you mentioned independence. A lot of people feel or think that moving into a senior living community or retirement village, their independence is going to be compromised. Yeah. And I think that's a very, very important point to, to get across, is that your independence is absolutely not compromised. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's choice for everything. If, yeah. if, me, if you know what I mean, there's no no one dictating to you. You must do this, or you will do this, or you or you should do that. Um, people live completely independently. Services are available to them as and when they need it. Um, but why why we say your independence is actually enhanced is because, as I said earlier, there's a lot of um, daily uh, activities, daily living. Let me say that can be, if you like, taken care of for you. Um, so you've got more time for other things, and in that way your independence is actually enhanced. You, you, you kind of, if I can say, uh, freed from the shackles of the day-to-day maintenance on your house and this, that, and the other that takes up so much time, you know, that's sorted out by our team. So people are, are free to do other things, and in that way you're actually enhancing independence. So people mustn't think that your independence is being compromised. It's absolutely not the case. Fantastic. I'm going to touch on a point that's, that's very relevant in our lives today is obviously COVID-19. It's changed how all the people should be thinking about their lives going forward. 
Um, can you kind of give us kind of your perspective and your insight, how COVID has affected older people and perhaps how Aurea Senior Living uh, enhances it in many ways, uh, Barry? Yeah, so, so of, of course, that's a very relevant question right now. And I think there's two, there's two issues um, to consider with regards to COVID. Um, the first is, is um, the impact on people's health um, of, of, uh, of COVID, in other words, their, their safety. And the other one is the impact of, of isolation. I'll talk, I'll talk about that first. Yeah. So, so the, one of the biggest issues for facing older people with COVID um, and when I say older people, I'm talking about old, general, generally older people in society. So not, not only people living in, in retirement villages or senior living communities, but just people living out in, in society over the age of, say, 70 years old. Sure. Um, what, one of the biggest issues for them is that isolation, is not being able to see their friends and family as often as they would like or at all. And the other one is that isolation and the impact that has on your day-to-day living in terms of your ability to, for example, go to the shops or or do whatever it is that, you, that you're normally doing. So there's a social impact and there's also the practical impact of that isolation. Um, so, so what we were able to do um, as, as an operator of these senior living communities is create some sort of uh, protective bubble around our communities uh, in terms of uh, testing and screening staff. We've done, since the beginning of COVID, we've done 8,500 um, PCR tests uh, on almost all on our staff members. Uh, so we're testing them regularly to make sure that coming into the communities, they are as safe as, as possible. Um, and in doing that, our residents were able to live um, relatively normally within our communities because of that sort of invisible bubble of safety that we, that we had in place um, around these communities. So, so they had access to, for example, um, uh, meals and the coffee shop was open most of the time. And so they had safe, um, activities and, and places to go and were able to see each other probably more so, in fact, definitely more so than they would have had they been living um, outside these, these communities. And of course, you know, where, where, where you have conveniences of day-to-day living at your, at your fingertips, um, you, you have to go, for example, less to the shops and less to do this. and that. So it just becomes a, a much more convenient and, and social way of living. And I think every resident will say this, that they, they, they were very thankful to be in a community like this during COVID because their isolation was less than people living, living outside the communities for the reason that I just said. And of course, the other, the other big concern is that of safety. As I said, you have a professional operator or manager running these communities, making sure that all residents and staff are protected to the greatest extent from um, COVID infection. Of course, it's not foolproof. Um, but certainly we, we, we did our best and uh, I think what we did was in line with and probably exceeded global best practice and residents take a lot of comfort and peace of mind from that. So I think it's, it's an important thing to note is that people feel more protected, they are more protected. And I think within the, the COVID time, people have realised that, um, you know, th- they, can, they can live a, a, a more normal life in a time like this where, where one has to isolate in a way. The other thing from, from a health and safety perspective is people who did get COVID um, of course, we're monitored daily by our nursing teams in terms of the ox- oxygen saturation, and we, we made sure that our that our um, op- operational teams just kind of made sure they had everything they needed from a shopping perspective, et cetera, et cetera. So, so there was that support for people as well um, who had COVID and, and needed to isolate within their uh, houses or apartments. There was also that support available to them 
all day, every day, which is a huge thing for older people outside of these communities when if they were to get COVID, they're literally on their own in their in their apartment or the house or whatever it is they're living. So so there was that peace of mind as well of knowing that you had the extra support uh, if you needed it. And really that's all that's what senior living is about. It's knowing that you've got that care and support if and when you need it um, for the rest of your life. And I remember during COVID, it's not you know, these these um, circumstances won't persist forever. And certainly, like I said, for the people who had COVID, it's only 10 days or whatever it is. But but just in that period of time, they were incredibly supported and cared for. So I think that is important. That's one of the reasons why people move into these communities at the end of the day. Okay, fantastic. That, that's great. Uh, Barry, just to wrap everything up, uh, I've got one last question. Um, can you give us a brief explanation what you mean by the Oreo way? Yes. So the Oreo Way is, is, is various pillars of how we, you know, our, our real mission at Oreo Senior Living is to ensure that our residents enjoy their best quality of life every day, every single day. And we, we do that a few ways. The first pillar is what we call well-being or, or engaging, engaging lifestyle or well-being. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, and I'll come back to that because that's the most important one. The second one is the quality of care. So, so we have, because we operate continuing care retirement communities, we have care, 24-7 care, be that like in a frail care or dementia care type environment or also home-based care and and nursing response. So the quality of care is obviously critical to the way people live, whether they need that care or not. So the quality of care is very important to us. The constant advice and support is another pillar. As one ages, one's needs change. We we, we are continually in tune with our residents' needs and that of their families to advise and support on what their best options are, um, given the amount of care and support that they might need. And I remember most of our residents, as I said, need very, very little care and support. But for those that need a bit more, our teams are there. We have specialist multidisciplinary teams, occupational therapists, biokineticists, nurses, doctors, geriatricians, et cetera, et cetera, that advise residents and their families on, on the best options for them uh, for, for this care and support as they might need it. And the last thing, of course, is, is peace of mind. And that's peace of mind in a number of aspects. It's um, security, safety and security. And it's also the, the, the peace of mind of knowing that you've got that advice and support and that you've got that care. Um, on a continual basis. If I can get back to the first one then, um, in terms of well-being, I think this is the most critical thing. And and we have uh, teams of community managers who are generally um, appropriately qualified um, to provide these social and wellness programs where we deal with various aspects um, of people's lives. Um, and, and those aspects really are split into um, six different areas. And that's uh, positive emotions, engagement, relationships, meaning, achievement, and health, and really those those six um, those six pillars of well-being are incorporated in all the um, various social and wellness and exercise programs and and well-being programs that we offer on a daily basis within all our communities. So the important thing is not just to to live in our communities, but but to live well, and that that um, well-being just permeates uh, the assistance that we provide to residents to live, uh, to, 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 to enhance, I should say, their well-being uh, permeates everything that we do uh, within our community. So, so that's absolutely um, vital. And this um, philosophy is based on what, what's called the, the PERMA model, which was developed by uh, someone called Dr. Martin Seligman uh, in the States. Um, and, and, and it's a model that we deploy to, to, to maximize well-being for all our residents. Excellent. Barry, really, thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate your time today. Um, we just wanted to to find out uh, where can people get more information about Aureus Senior Living and who can they get in touch with? 
So they can go to our website. It's aurea.co.za. That's A-U-R-I-A.coza. Or they can email info at aurea.co.za and, and we'll pick it up from there. So that's aurea, A-U-R-I-A.coza. Brilliant. Again, Barry, really, thank you so much for your time, uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to, to be with us today. We really do appreciate it. We wish you every success in the future. And it's a really exciting project that you're busy with. Uh, we wish you all the best. Great. Thanks for having me on the show. Good to chat to you. Thank you. All the best, Barry. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.